0: Jeremiah chapter number 6, and let's stand please, you find that, Jeremiah chapter 6, verse 16 and 17, Thus saith the Lord, Stand ye in the ways, and see, and ask for the old paths, where is the good way, and walk therein, and ye shall find rest for your souls. But they said, We will not walk therein, also I set watchmen over you. Saying, Hearken to the sound of the trumpet, but they said we will not hearken. May we pray. Lord, we thank you for another privilege to preach. Thank you for the Word of God. Lord, how I need you today, and I pray for wisdom and understanding. Lord, strengthen me physically and mentally and spiritually, and help me, Lord, to be a vessel that you can fill and use, to be a help to your people. If there's one unsaved, we pray for their salvation. We pray, God, you'd meet the need of every heart today in Christ's name. Amen. You may be seated. I want to talk to you about the good old days. You've heard that phrase, haven't you? <laughs> Some of you have experienced the good old days. We, week before last, we were part of our vacation. We were up in Amish country. Beautiful country. It's kind of like. Going back in history, the horse and buggies, no electricity, and uh, it's amazing how neat and clean everything is. I guess I was fascinated by that. And and, uh, I'm getting old enough, I I guess, to (laughs) remember some of those days anyway, some of that time. Well, we talk about the good old days. They were tough times, hard-working times, times and people. Uh, people work from sun up to sun down. Someone said they went to, when they, uh, they went to bed with the chickens because they knew they was going to get up with the chickens. So, uh, I mean, you worked uh, daylight to dark and, and to survive. Uh, some of you probably can remember when, when you got flour in a, in a printed sack you could take that sack and make a dress out of it, and make a shirt or a blouse uh, out of that out of that sack. Uh, you know, if you can remember that, uh, you remember the good old days. So, uh, well, uh, tough times. Washing clothes was an all-day job. Scrub boards. Uh, you had to carry the water. It's kind of like uh, Tom Malone said, and he was growing up. Said they had to run in water, says so running the creek about 100 yards from the house. They had to run and get it, uh, but uh, uh, those were, were tough times. The wood stoves, He had to cut the wood, split the wood, carry in the wood, and start the fire, and, uh, but there's nothing like uh, cornbread and pinto beans cooked on a wood stove. Uh, maybe maybe it works so hard it tastes better. I, I don't know, but uh, I think the slow cooking. Uh, straw mattress, uh, feather pillow. If you was fortunate you had a feather mattress, not a lot of people had those. Uh, well, uh, you know, you walk to church. My dad was talking about that. When you walk to church, got there 30 minutes to an hour before you tuck up. Now we ride and can't get here on time. And uh, but uh, uh, anyway, you know, the Amish lifestyle, people are fascinated with it. It's become a, a tourist attraction and that, that uh, kind of hinders, I think, things. But uh, they, I was amazed at those horse and muggies just maneuvering right through traffic. Of course, I can't remember air wagons back then having turn signals on them. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they have the turn signals and all that, and and they've tried to maintain that uh, that old lifestyle. Uh, they believe that the modern convenience is uh, maybe turn a person away from the Lord, and, and I guess uh, we're not as close to God maybe as we were in days gone by. Uh, we, we talk about the good old days. You know, Andy Griffith's show is still very popular after all these years, uh, based on the lifestyle that is now come and gone. And some of those things that uh, uh, we had back in those days, uh, you know, I think we need to hold on to and uh, we need to go back to probably. What was unique about the good old days? First of all, time. It's amazing. We have all these conveniences. You throw your clothes, you got a machine and throw your clothes in there and turn a button, put some patterns in there and turn a button, and it does it. And They get through there, just take them out and throw them into another machine, turn a button, and it dries them. Take them out of there, and that's the hard part. <laughs> the part I don't like, that ironing. Boy, I tell you, I don't like ironing. When Carolyn was away with Sandy there, I, I, I done a very poor job. But I don't mind the rest of it that much, but we have all these conveniences And yet we don't have any time. Everybody is run to death. We're in a hurry. And we're we're so hyped up even when we come to church. I mean, get it it done. Get out of here. (laughs) Uh, We we don't have time. First of all, time to think. Time to think. I think if there's one curse of uh, this generation, of this day, is... No time to think. The word muse means to think. The word amuse means not to think. Amusement. Probably TV is the biggest curse that's ever been introduced to hinder the thinking of people. It's designed to keep you from thinking or to make you think like the liberals think. And uh, it's hard to get good news, isn't it? But uh, you know, in in days gone by, there was time to think. The Bible said in Micah four twelve, but they but they know not the thought of the Lord. Malachi three sixteen. Then they that feared the Lord spake often one to another, and the Lord hearkened, and heard it, and a book of remembrance was written before him for them that feared the lord and that thought upon his name do you realize that god is recording our thoughts uh, talked about that uh, was it last sunday i mentioned it about the judgment seat of christ that we'll have to give an account of of the uh, even the very thoughts he'll make manifest the counsels of the heart he says has to do with the thought and intents of the heart and but but on the other hand on the positive side the Bible said those that think upon the Lord, God's keeping record of those too. And those will be rewarded. But we need time to think and then time to talk. Uh, you know, the old houses had large porches. If you notice, the, uh, the modern houses don't have any porches because people don't sit on porches. You remember, some of you can remember when you got through with the day's work, ate supper, going out on the porch, and neighbors come. You go to some neighbor, maybe some neighbors come by and sit around and talk. Uh, we don't have time, though, for that, do we? Uh, I've got a small porch on my house that, is, uh, that is, serves a great purpose. You have flyers sitting out there. No one ever sits on the porch. Uh, I have a deck on the back. No one ever sits on it. <laughs> and the uh, neighbors never come over. <laughs> so there's, there's little time. I'm talking about the Amish. They, they have services in people's houses. They don't have a church building. They, on Sunday, they get together and, and go to, to one of them's house. And there they have their service. And then the people are, are uh, expected to feed uh, whoever comes. And they said they may have a couple of hundred. But they only have to do it about once a year, so it isn't too bad. And Then they have, I think the, the next Sunday they said, they went and, and they, they just had fellowship and they talked. And we've lost that, haven't we? We've lost that, uh, that fellowship and sometimes I remember I, I preached a revival in the church kind of a unique church years ago and and uh, they they would have they would sing some songs and so forth like we do and then they'd have a break <laughs> and they'd have 10-15 minutes of this fellowship where people would get, go around and talk and meet one another and fellowship one with another and then it get started back and continue the service. Kind of unique. But uh, we've lost that in this modern day. Well, the book of Deuteronomy, I'm going to turn there, Deuteronomy chapter 6, see what God says about it. Deuteronomy 6, verse 6 and 7, page 224. These words which I command thee this day shall be in thine heart, thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children and shalt talk of them. When sit sittest in thine house, when thou walkest by the way, when thou liest down, when thou risest up. God says, I want you to talk about me. I want you to tell your children about the Lord. Tell them what God's done for you and about the goodness of the Lord. And then the book of Job and chapter number 12. Job 12, verse 12 and 13. With the ancient is wisdom and a length of days understanding. With him is wisdom and strength. He hath counsel and understanding. My advice to young people, when you're around older people, be quiet and listen. Because there are things that can only be learned by experience. Like one man advised his son and says, just remember, son, I have been your age, but you have not been my age, and there's wisdom with the ancient. and God says that we're to listen to them and and uh, we're to take the time. well, time is is the thing that we've lost. time, time to think. Uh, you know it takes time to think, don't it? Uh, it takes time to. Uh, you know, to study and learn and, and to, to have conversation. Well, not only that, but it was a time of travail. Psalm 55, 17, Even in the morning and at noon will I pray and cry aloud and he shall hear my voice. It takes time to pray. God says you ought to do it at least three times a day. Evening, morning and at noon. I hope you pray over your meal. Don't be like the city fellow went out to the farmer's house and, and uh, they, had, they had their meal together and the farmer said, Now let's bow our heads and pray and thank God for the food. They had prayer and the city fellow said, Does everybody out here on the farm do that? The old farmer just kind kept of on, kept on eating said, No, the hogs don't. <laughs> Well, we need we need to pray, and I hope I hope you pray about. I hope you give thanks to the Lord when you eat. Thank God for uh, acknowledge where it comes from. Travail, and then that brings me to another point. Not only time, but the good old days was a time of trust. Some of you remember when you didn't have to lock your doors. Trust. I can remember growing up, people come to our house to visit, they just walked in. They never even knocked. <laughs> I mean, people in the community come by, they just walk on in. We are at a table eating. They are invited, come on, get you a plate, pull up a chair and eat. Trust. People had to trust God for survival. God didn't send the rain. He was in trouble. And you had to pray. And you uh, I remember I've told you the story of a fellow down in Lincoln County, lived in Lincoln County. I pastor in Catawba County. He'd come to our church, especially we had a revival. Only man I ever seen is shout when you took the offering. Love, love, the offering taking. Well, he had had some experiences. I was told back in the days when they grew cotton and the boll weevil destroyed everybody's crop. And they said when he planted his, you could hear him, you went by, you could hear him out in the field. He wasn't someone to just praise God in church. He was someone praised praise God out in the field. And he went out there and planted his cotton and and begged God to protect it and said the boll weevil messed everybody else's up and didn't touch his. He had to trust God. He had to depend on the Lord. Lord, make the garden grow. God, send the rain. Send the sunshine so we can eat this winter. Don't let the pigs die. And uh, dad is telling about his brother Growing up, he, he'd go to sleep. They got to looking for him one day and said, uh, couldn't find him, and they found him off down the woods, leaned up against a tree asleep and said a, a pig was gnawing on his ear. <laughs> but uh, the good old days, time when you, had, when you had to depend on the Lord and trust the Lord. God to give us the crops. Bible said, Proverbs 3, 5, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. Bible says in Isaiah 46, 9, Remember the former things of old, for I am God and there is none else. I am God and there is none like me. Remember the old, good old days. You know one of the most important things about the good old days is is I was introduced to the God of creation, the God of glory. A rebel at heart, destined for hell for certain. And if God hadn't intervened in my life, I'd have have died lost forever. Trust. A time when you trusted the Lord. And listen, the most important thing you can leave to your children is Christ. Jesus. If you don't get Jesus to them, you give them everything else and you've failed. You know, there's a tendency. Sometimes people that grew up with very little, there's a tendency to try to make up for it in the, their children. Say, well, I never had nothing. I'm going to make sure my children have everything. And sometimes it becomes a curse instead of a blessing. Most important thing to give children is the Lord. Then, not only time and trust, but truth. The Bible said in Isaiah 25, one the counsels of old are faithfulness and truth. Here in verse 17 of Jeremiah 6, also I have set watchmen over you, saying, hearken to the sound of the trumpet. But they said, we will not hearken. Remember the good old days when, You could believe a preacher. You better not believe everything you hear now coming from the mouth of a so-called preacher. You want to really be mixed up in your theology. Get your preaching from television and radio. For the most part, you're going to really be messed up spiritually. Doesn't mean there's not some that preach the truth, but I'm saying by and large, by and large you won't hear it. But the good old days were as a time when when a man stood up to preach he believed what he preached, he believed the Bible and you can believe what he preached because he preached the Word of God. The good old days, the days of truth the Bible said in Proverbs 22:28, 28, Remove not the ancient landmarks which thy fathers have set. God warned against the boundaries and the lines that were drawn. But implies more than, than land area. and implies uh, the, there are some things that we don't need to change. I'm sure you ladies would not want to go back to the scrub board. I've got an old one downstairs. I think I'll unplug their washer and bring that one upstairs. <laughs> I think I'd have a hard time. But uh, some things change. I think is good in some things, but there's some things that we don't need to change. And the truth is something don't need to be watered down and don't need to be changed. The Bible. Says what it says, means what it says, and and doesn't need changing. It don't need updating, it don't need correcting. We're the ones that need correction. I'm like brother, I agree with Brother Thomason said in Sunday school. The Bible don't don't need changing. We need changing. We're the problem, not the Bible, it's us. And the truth, the Bible says, Jesus says you shall know the truth, and the truth will set you free. One thing about the truth, truth, truth implies freedom. You know, freedom is a precious thing. We went by Washington. The headquarters of our freedom is supposed to be anyway. Sometime I wonder. But freedom is a precious thing. But you know, we've lost a lot of freedom and the more, uh, the more responsibility we give up, the more freedom we give up. And when you become, when people are dependent on the government for everything, give me this and give me that and take care of me in every aspect of my life, then the first thing you know, you don't have any freedom left. Truth. Not only that, but thanksgiving. The good old days when people didn't have a lot, but they were thankful for what they had. When little things were a blessing. Someone said that they got a little bag of candy at Christmas. Now people get candy whenever they want it. We went by Hershey. That company has become very rich on candy. By the way, when I was in Grenada on a mission trip, I saw the I saw I saw the cocoa beans out in the sun drying right behind Brother Joe's house, and they're white. Start with they put them out there in the sun and, and dry them. Then they put them in a, in this place and uh, uh, you know where they uh, ferment some, something like that. And uh, anyway, they turn dark and, and uh, lo and behold, the chocolate bar. Of course, the, the raw cocoa don't taste that good. You got to put all that good sugar in there, all that other stuff. But anyway, that good milk, <laughs> cow's milk. And, but but uh, you know, you didn't have candy every day. By the way, I'm old enough to remember when you could buy six drink, a carton of six drinks for a quarter. Any of you that old? Candy bar for a nickel. Some of you may remember when it was less. <laughs> but anyway, you didn't have a lot, but you appreciated what you had. And you had there was a spirit of gratitude and thankfulness to God. And when people said the blessing, they were thankful. They just wasn't saying it because you're supposed to say it. Thank you, God, for sending that good rain when it looked like everything's going to dry up. But you came through this in time and sent the rain. now we have these good rocheneers and these good beans and taters. And listen, that's, that's the way I grew up. You can't beat it. People, people laugh at me because I don't like my food mixed up. For the most part, I don't want it all dumped in together. I'll do that when I put in the mixer. (laughs) I'm not. I'm not like. I have a younger brother, and my brother now. He's, he 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 eats. He's strange. He's stranger than I am. I mean, if he puts his potatoes out in his plate, eats his potatoes, then he takes his beans out and eats his beans. I don't like that. I like a little bite of this, a little bite of that. and Bring my pie and cake and set it down there and eat it too at the same time. Some potatoes and beans and then a bite of pumpkin pie. But there was a spirit of gratitude and a spirit of thanksgiving. Thank you, Lord. Putting these beans and taters and corn, you can't beat it. Putting this good food on the table. Thanksgiving. No other nation on the face of God's earth has ever been blessed like America. And we're probably the most ungrateful we ought to bow our heads every day and say, Thank God I live in America. Thank God I've got plenty to eat and a good house to live in and good clothes to wear and we come to church. Listen, I can remember I remember when I first started preaching, you'd burn up. I mean I'd preach and the sweat would pour and roll off it. Because it's so hot. I remember preaching in Lexington, I think it was years ago, and my socks were wet. I could reach up from the pulpit and touch the ceiling. It was hot. Thank God for air conditioning. But we listen. We are not far from the horse and buggy. I could remember talking to my grandmother, who lived to be in her 90s. She could remember the first car, the first radio. It was a different world in those days. The Bible said in 1 Timothy 6, 6, but godliness with contentment is great gain. Book of Psalm 100. I love this psalm. I want to read it to you. I think I could quote it. You know where I learned Psalm 100? I I learned it in public school, believe it or not. Before old Madeline Mary O'Hara got it thrown out of the school. By the way, she met her fate, didn't she? I wonder what she thinks about all of her infidelity in hell. I wonder what she thinks about it now. But I, I listen, we memorize this in public school. I can remember in public school when you had chapel services and a preacher would come in and preach. I'm older than you think I am. I've had several 39th birthdays. (laughs) Psalm 100 Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness, come before his presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that has made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name for the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting. His truth endureth to all generations. Isn't that wonderful? God says when you come before me, come with thanksgiving. You want to get somewhere where the Lord be thankful. Be thankful for what you've got. You know what will cause you to be thankful for America? Go to some other country. Go to Mexico. Go to Haiti. Go to Grenada. You realize that much of the world don't live like we live, don't live as good as we live. Thanksgiving, finally, tranquility. Tranquility. The old folks didn't have much, but they had peace. He says here in verse 16 of Jeremiah 6, thus saith the Lord, stand ye in the ways, and see, and ask for the old paths, where is the good way, and walk therein, and ye shall find rest for your souls. But they said, we will not walk therein. You shall find rest for your souls. I'd rather be able to go home tonight and lay down and go to sleep and say, Lord... My future is in your hands. No, no matter what happens, you know the worst thing that could happen we think is losing your life, but really it's the best thing. You know if you died, you're going to heaven. You can face the trials and the troubles of life if you know that. I'd rather have peace. One thing I remember about my salvation, I remember the night God saved me, the peace He put in my heart and took all the fear away. I was saved. I knew where I was going. There's nothing more important than that. The Bible said in Psalm 77, 5, I've considered the days of all the years of ancient times. Matthew chapter 11, Jesus gave us these wonderful words coming to me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. A couple of verses in 1 John and one from 2 John. 1 John 2 7 says, Brethren, I write no new commandment unto you, but an old commandment which ye had from the beginning. The old commandment is the word which ye have heard from the beginning. Chapter 3, verse 11. This is the message that ye heard from the beginning that we should love one another. 2 John verse 5, And now I beseech thee, lady, not as though I wrote a new commandment unto you, but that which you had from the beginning, that you love one another. That's the key. You love one another. I'm told the Amish, if someone's barn burns down, the rest of the community pitch in, Go build the barn back. The old commandment, he said, I'm not, don't have to give you a new commandment. This is the old commandment that you had from the beginning, that you love one another. we become very self-centered. But God says you need to love one another. Love God and love one another. No matter what, kind of, what age you live in, that'll work. The good old days, God says, ask for the old pass. Where is the good way? And walk therein, and you'll find rest and your souls. Spire heads.